Welcome to episode 8 of the Enterprising Gen Z podcast, the show where we talk to some of the top entrepreneurs and industry professionals from around the world to share their entrepreneurial journeys. The EGZ podcast is hosted by me, Sam Watson. I'm an 18-year-old entrepreneur from North London. Before we start, if you could please check out our socials, that'd be fantastic. We're at EGZ Pod on Twitter, at Enterprising Gen Z Pod on Instagram, at Enterprising Gen Z on TikTok, at Enterprising Gen Z on LinkedIn, and at EGZ Pod on Facebook. We post extras, information, updates, and we may even have some giveaways coming up, wink wink. Uh, so if you want to give us a follow, that'd be fantastic. Also, my website is www.egzpod.com, where I post articles and guest information, and they're linked in so you can get in touch if you want um, and you can make meaningful connections with some of the top entrepreneurs around the country and around the world even um, so if you want to launch your startup you have a really good network of people around you um, on today's episode of the enterprising gen z podcast i'm talking to josh cliffords who's the founder of free water which is the world's first free beverage company you may have seen me on uh, tiktok actually they've got about two hundred ten thousand followers we talk about how he makes all of his products free how he thinks every single product in the future is going to be free and how he's going to start a free amazon which is genuinely a mind-blowing episode some of the stuff he says is really fascinating um if you could leave a five-star review if you haven't already that really helps me out a lot um but i really hope you enjoy the show hi josh how are you i'm great how are you doing today yeah i'm good thank you um so before we start i think it'll be a good idea for you to introduce free water um and a bit about yourself yeah sure free water is the world's first free beverage company and our water is free because the packaging is the ad space that's the catch. Um, the most unique feature about free water is we're the world's first negatively priced and profitable product because the water is free and we also give 10 cents per bottle to charity to build water wells for people in need. And when you do the math, we only need 10% of Americans to save money and drink free water so we could end the global water crisis permanently for, via our donations. That's water systems built around the world for 800 million people in need. And free water is just the first product of our future free Amazon. Amazing, so how did you get the idea for this? Uh, back in 2015, my wife and I started a nonprofit organization to help with refugees in Europe. And we helped more than 10,000 people in need and we spoke to every single person possible that we could. And we found that roughly 80% of them lost their houses because my country and your country bombed their house to the ground and 20% of them uh, were on the move because they didn't have water, food, or medicine. And so both of those to me seemed like an easy fix. Uh, you could get rid of that 80% if you just make oil a non-thing anymore. So initially I started with free autonomous transportation and electric cars, something we'll incorporate later. And with that 20%, also a big problem, 40 million people die every year around the world because they don't have water, food, or medicine. And all of these are fake shortages. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with like De Beers and diamonds, but if you released every single diamond on the market, diamonds wouldn't be worth anything. And these are false scarcities with food and water and medicine by corporations and our governments simply because these are publicly traded commodities and the world's powers to be hope that water is $200 a barrel in the future one day. That's why you make it publicly traded. I, I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, so your business model, essentially you 
it's free because of the advertising on the on the on the bottle itself. How did you get people to advertise on your product? Because I think that, that I'm assuming that's kind of one of the biggest challenges is to actually get companies to advertise in this kind of new method of marketing. We went out of pocket on the first ones. Put the product in people's hands. Um, when you have the product in your hands, then you realize, wow, it's like a it's like a mini billboard in my hands, and. Um, TikTok was also very helpful um, in general social media. Um, I'm sure you know who Mr. Beast is and many other influencers. They're all famous for giving away free stuff, mainly. And that's our business model. So since we're already giving away free stuff, it helps to get the occasional interaction on film, put it on the internet. And when those videos scale, they do very well. And then advertisers call. And so like, Maybe three weeks ago at South by Southwest, which is one of the biggest tech and music conferences in Austin, one of our videos already has 5.5 million views. So people from all around the world then inquire about what it's going to take to scale to the UK and to France and Germany and everywhere else, which we're planning on going. You just said then um, <clears throat> a couple of interactions. You've got over 200,000 followers on TikTok, which is insane. I have 18,000 and I thought 18,000 was good. Um but over 200, I mean, that's just insane. How has kind of your, how has your social media presence affected your growth as a business? Uh, tremendously. Um, if you would have asked me, we've been on TikTok now for about 10 months. And I'm a person who's actually been blocked on many platforms, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. They've all banned me, blocked me, temporary banned me for posting too much or accusing me of using bots, which I never use bots. I might post a bunch. And um, TikTok doesn't mind at all. So um, I'll, before TikTok, I was paying for YouTube, Facebook, and Google ads. And this was before we were giving people the actual product and samples. And about $4,000 worth of those advertising mediums did absolutely nothing for our company. Uh, we got a couple people to visit our website. Maybe one person asked for a quote. It was a mess. And then a girl that went to University of Texas said, I want to be your TikTok intern. I said, well, what does that mean? She was like, I want to uh, make a couple videos for you from time to time. She only made three or four. And one of those videos got 50,000 views in a day. And that video getting 50,000 views in a day did far more than the four, five, six thousand plus dollars I spent on these other ad platforms. And then the light bulb went off, wait a minute, we're giving out these waters. And that was the type of video, it was a giveaway, you know, why aren't I just filming it myself? And so she quit soon after just because she's a busy college student and we just kept the torch going. And then literally the very next day, 100,000 views the first day and then, you know, bam. So we just keep posting and now we've gone... I mean, we've really gone all in on TikTok now. We've had contests where people win ad space, where we let them design the bottles and anything beyond it. We also bought a mascot now. Yeah, I um, saw that. Drippy. Yeah. And it's amazing. If you would have asked me a year or two ago, I would have told you social media is important and we're going to do it. Um, but I would have left it at that. Now I'll say uh, TikTok is is God sent. I mean, if you use it right, and if you, if the TikTok gods love you, because you know, you sometimes you post a video and you're like, this video is for sure gonna get a million views, and then you post it, 
and it's a thousand. And sometimes I'm just super lazy and I just post something just to post it and then five million. And so, but it's, it's really helpful because we give waters to people and when you receive a water from us, then you're a believer like, wow, this is possible. Free groceries or next. That's amazing. But if we give a water to someone and we post it on TikTok and 5 million people see it, it's kind of like you gave out 5 million waters. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think the concept's awesome. You were speaking just then about free groceries and like free stores. Is that the future of free water? Do you think or your company are you going to go into this space of just free stuff? Free water is just the first product of our future free Amazon. Anything that's for sale, um, I'm not really familiar with um, the UK's uh, department stores, but anything that's for sale in the United States at Costco, Walmart, Target, pretty much almost anything on Amazon. Um, we've created a handful of processes that are going to make all of these things negatively priced and profitable within the next 24 to 36 months. Now, I say everything. I mean computers, Ubers, your trip to Hawaii, your Ryanair flights, your pizzas from Domino's, everything. We don't even have to manufacture it, and it's going to be free. Even if the companies don't want it to be free, they're all going to be free because we're making it that way. How, so, by so is it still the concept of um, advertising on the bottle? I'll, I'll explain everything, but I want to point out first. I personally hate advertising and data. Okay, I hate it, and I've created ways to make all this stuff free and profitable with no ads in the future. So, where we're at today, I call free groceries version zero point zero 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 one, a long way from one point zero, and let's call ten point zero all of these products for free, negatively priced and profitable, no ads. And so the journey from now until then, this is just the first step in democratizing all of these goods for free for everyone without ads. Um, and I'll explain how that's possible. But um, so there's about 20, probably 100 different ways to make things free. I've created about 25 so far but some are faster and more efficient than others. So when you create a business, you always want to streamline everything, right? And as few steps as possible. So the first is called BVRE, below the value of the real estate. And that means if you transform a product's packaging into ad space, it covers the cost of the product, its manufacturing, its distribution, our donation to charity, the salesperson's commission, and our profit. And that works for water, soda, beer, weed, fruits, vegetables, um, toiletries, household cleaners, chips, cereals, low-end pharmaceuticals such as Advil, Tylenol, cough syrup. Um, but then it also works for some big ticket items. Like if you were an Uber driver, you put a lot of mileage on your car, you wrap your car in ads. If you just charge what the taxi company charges, that would pay for your car, your insurance, your, your fuel, and a lot of your time. So then um, you have category B, and we call that the AVRE category, above the value of the real estate, which means you've got a product where even if we manufactured it and put ads on it, it doesn't pay for everything. Think about like a $50 bottle of whiskey or a nice piece of salmon. You know, no matter if it's a 20 quid piece of salmon, um, even if you put ads on it, you could only subsidize it a few bucks, right? Or what about my iPhone? My iPhone, you can't put an ad on here. Yeah. And Apple doesn't let you control the operating system, so it can't do anything to that. You know what I mean? Or what about your Ryanair flight? Or So 
that's going to be a YouTube and TikTok competitor. And YouTube and TikTok currently charge 40 cents a minute to advertise. We're going to charge 40 cents a minute to advertise, but we're going to pay our members 37 of those cents in the future free water token, which means you're going to get paid $20 American per hour to watch ads, help companies with SEO, for example, make a TikTok form, and train our AI algorithm. And so at $20 an hour, which is, I guess, like 16 quid or whatever it is, um, you could say, okay, I want that MacBook Pro computer. It's 1,500 quid. I got to do X number of hours and bam. And so if you did that 40 hours a week, that's $40,000 a year. If you did it 80 hours a week, that's $80,000 a year. In the UK and in the US, that's a lot of money. That's and double so, the UK minimum wage. Exactly. And now you could do it from your... You could do it from the beach in Mallorca, which most people from the UK would love to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. And so then when all, when, let now imagine you've got like um, a credit, let's say you've got a thousand dollars worth of, you know, tokens built up. Now you're going to go through our website and now you could shop anywhere on the internet for free with your time. So you go to apple.com, you buy that iPhone. Now we own that data. You take out your, it'll be in a visa card form too, at some point in certain countries. You go, you go to the local supermarket, the local apartment store, you swipe, swipe, swipe. They all say yes because they're getting paid their asking price. You get it for free. We charge 2% and donate a bunch of money to charity. So if we're not just making our stuff free and negatively priced. We're making everything in the world, for the most part, other than like a Bugatti, everything is going to be free. And even if the companies don't want to, they... They're, they have a price listed. They're getting paid for it. So that's insane. And then what, so what you'll notice in time is you'll start seeing them become free themselves because they'll realize it's more profitable to be free. And then they'll all start copying. And then you'll see it. I call it a race to the bottom instead of the race to the top. It's the race to give the best negative value. And so today this is 110% off, free plus charity, and we still make money. But as we build out our future infrastructures, we're only going to get more of a discount. And eventually, we're going to pay you to drink the free water. Not just the charity, but you're going to get paid to eat the free food, drink the free water, use the free computer. And we still make more money than I feel comfortable with. I have a whole bunch of questions written down. I'm going to, just, I'm going to abandon all of those because what you just said is kind of is crazy to me. And that is that that is slightly mind-boggling that you see in the next what was it 24 to 36 months everything becoming free so obviously you're not going to walk into the store in 36 months and see signs that say free but before then we're going to release that part of the platform and if you're a member you will be one of the first people to have access to all these things for free how, how are you going to distribute this worldwide then because at the moment you're based in austin texas am i right Yes. Yeah, so yeah. again, before, okay, whether it's in Austin or whether it's in London, before you're getting all of your broccoli, carrots, apples, and everything for free delivered to your house for free, we're going to make your local supermarket and grocery store free. And so as you'll see where you are, you'll start noticing um, free water will probably make it to London in a small capacity before the AVRE process drops, but around the same time. And then uh, things are going to scale pretty quickly. Uber circled the globe in about six years, and you'll see that we will circle the globe in six years or less too. 
Do you think that um, distributors, for, so in, in the UK, I think our biggest shop is Tesco's. I think they started, they tried to open in America, um, but they had a scandal and it never happened. Do you think these companies are going to be receptive or kind of dismissive of what you're trying to do? Do you think they're going to be, they, they want it or they, it's going to be difficult for you to get into stores? Uh, okay, so number one, the reason why they're going to want free water in their store, even though they're selling all these other brands, is they're going to get make more money giving away our free water than selling these other brands. How? So today those stores spend a lot of money on advertising to get people in the store. But free products are going to bring you free foot traffic. Now you don't have to spend money on advertising. We're also going to pay them up to 10 cents per bottle to give it away. And then guess who's going to advertise on those beverages? Every product in their store are going to be the first companies that want to advertise. So let's say you go buy your groceries and they give you a free six pack. And then you're like, oh man, two cookies for the price of one, two, whatever, 25% off. You're just going to go right back into the store and spend more money. So they're going to save on ad spend. They're going to get paid more. They're going to increase same store sales. They get to tell the world, hey, we're giving you free goods for nothing. They're also eliminating single-use plastic and they're building water wells through our donations. And so they're going to make more money, save more money, increase same-store sales and save a bunch of lives while doing it. That's crazy. Uh, you just said about saving lives. What made you want to partner up with charities and, and help charities you kind of touched on earlier? But what made you want to choose the charities you currently help? Um... Long term, we will make our own charities because I'm an efficiency freak and there's a reason why the Red Cross hasn't saved the world yet because there's a lot of fucked up issues with many nonprofits. Um, the reason why we chose the, the organization we donate to right now to build water wells is it's the only water well organization we came across so far that has a 100% guarantee and success rate on every well they build in Africa. More than a billion dollars was wasted in the past 10 years building water wells in Africa where charities make the well and within 180 days it's broken and they don't fix it because it's kind of scammy. And so we pay a little bit more for these wells, but it's got a lifetime guarantee. Yes, fair enough. Um, so on other podcasts that I listened to um, that you were on, you said that junk mail has the highest return on investment um, out of kind of like all the... Was it all the marketing channels? What was it out of? All of the whole ad industry in okay. the United States. I was also told the same thing in the UK. Yeah. The leaflets in the mailbox. Yeah. Um, and how does free water compare in, in comparison, uh, like in, term, in, in terms of ROI? So when you look at a piece of junk mail in the US, if you look at it, you look at it, you throw it away. You look at it, you throw it away. And the cost per 10 impressions, including the stamp to get it into the mailbox, is about 40, 40 cents per impression. So per 10 impressions, it's a minimum of $4. Or at scale, you spend $1 on a water, you're going to look at it 10 times before you're done drinking it. You could refill them. It's got a two-year shelf life. We don't use plastic. We donate to charity. And so the difference between this ad medium, aside from obviously it's a better value than direct mail, is we're the only advertising medium that's not an asshole. Every other ad medium pisses you off. They inconvenience you, they bother you, they harass you into making a sale. 
this is different. You come to us, you ask for a free water, you're happy because we saved you money, you're happy because of all the good we're doing. And from that happiness is when you should look at the can and be like Nike or Apple, not I'm watching my favorite TV show or sports game or and then I get a million commercials to inconvenience me. And so it's a completely different mindset and 180 on traditional advertising, which is why we call ourselves a philanthropic ad agency. I mean, like this whole conversation's blown my mind. Um, it's kind of brought new dimensions to like the shopping industry that I never thought could exist. I think that's that's genuinely all we have time for. But I mean, that's been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to episode eight of the Enterprising Gen Z podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review. It really helps so much. Also, check out our socials. We're at EGZ Pod on Twitter, at Enterprising Gen Z Pod on Instagram, at Enterprising Gen Z on TikTok, at Enterprising Gen Z on LinkedIn, and at EGZ Pod on Facebook. And like I said earlier, check out my website, www.egzpod.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week with another fantastic episode.